Do good things, be kind, grow, and just produce good food. Honestly, a thing is quality over quantity. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Breaking Bread Podcast, the podcast all about the amazing food in Birmingham, hosted by me, Liam, and my foodie obsessed brother from another mother, Carl. Hello. How's it going, mate? Yeah, we're a little hungover today, but nevertheless, not well, too bad. to be honest, if you went to couch and tried every single cocktail in the menu and wasn't hungover, you need to look for a refund. Uh, <laughs> it was ridiculous. It was mental. It was so good, though. Every well, single one. Obviously, just all in the interest of this podcast, you had to go and try every single one, didn't you? It's just, it's the greatest bar in the world. <laughs> selling the greatest cocktails I've ever had. Like, you'd be a fool not to try as many as you can when you're there. All in the interest of uh, just research, obviously. There was no fun involved. <laughs> yeah, no. It was a lot of work. I got there in the end. It was soft, but somebody <laughs> had to do it. Powered through. <laughs> no, it was apparently, it's, it's impossible to not drink loads of their cocktails. It's such a good place. And they're so nice. It's impossible not to like Jake and the team and Kate. Yeah, Just everything about that place is music, the vibe. Oh, we spoke about yeah, great cultures before. Now, and the fact that it's in Stershire. But the, the cocktail menu is different to the last time I was there, because it's the movie one. Yeah, last time was music. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. And this time it's changing again soon. So some of these cocktails won't even be there. You should get there so, quick. Try so yeah, there's definitely a few worth trying. Stand out. Uh, Carlito's Way was really good. Um, off the top of my head, I'm trying to remember. Was the uh, gambler still on there? No, no, they don't do that. To be honest, it's that good, they don't need to. There were plenty of decent ones. Oh, so you didn't miss the gambler? You weren't tempted to say I asked for it. I said, you know, the only can make this one, but seriously, the cocktails have got a record, you don't need it. I mean, I had 12 Angry Men, lost to translation, that was all, both wicked, and Bruges was a nice cocktail. Man, I didn't have a bad one. They were all great. Really good. Cool. You went there after eating, but somewhere where I'm, I'm looking at down there, looking, can I want to eat there? Yeah, it's been, been the bomb mark to go to list since it opened. And for anyone that hasn't been in Verbena, it's searched, it's fantastic. Like, you've really got to go. Yeah, it's so good. I mean, we didn't go for the dinner, which is like three courses for a certain amount and chill out, but it's with more lunch, so it's a bit more tapasy type vibe. And, um, oh, the food was fantastic, and the desserts, there was something else, they really were. Desserts, they couldn't So it's just kind of, it's not fancy or nothing, is it? Like, it's just yeah, really it's just good, honest, seasonal food. food. What it is, whatever's in season, that's what they're selling. Small menu, love it, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you could order, like me and Sean nearly ordered the whole menu. Oh, I love that. Like, just for lunch, you could have ordered loads. I love that. Also, it looks a bit like that um, Q-Box, it's just opening the Q-Box up in Harbour. Well, that's a takeaway. Yeah, I know it's a takeaway, but have you seen the, the dishes there as well? Yeah, they're small plates, takeaway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was great. We chilled out, just had some nice wine. They've got great beers. 
I've got the Colonel on the list, so you can have a couple Sim. of their beers, which are one of my all-time favourite boys. Great wine, so we got a nice, really nice pet nat while we're there. The food, it's so reasonably priced. Really is. So, if that's not on your list, it should be. It should be at the top of everyone's list. It's top of mine, I'm going to book it actually soon. We'll put it this way, I haven't, it hasn't gone off the list. Still on the list to go there again because I'm just like, no, I'd, I'd have to go there again anytime. Yeah, yeah. That good. But now I'm laughing. Obviously, Beer Central is not happening this weekend. No, no, no Beer Central. It's uh, been moved to September. Yeah, so obviously, you hear us talk about that quite a bit. So we thought we'd just let you know that if you're planning on coming down for it and you haven't seen the post, it's obviously not happening. I'm sure they've sent me emails out there to people. But yeah, everyone seems to know now. I know a few people have had emails. Yeah, obviously we were looking forward to that. I'm sure we'll find something. You know, it's do. not cancelled, it's just moved, so it's not an issue. Yeah. Cool. If it cancelled, I'd have been heartbroken. Same as that. But it is what it is, you can't. There's no way you can do that type of thing and be good, or as good as it could be, if yeah. everyone's got to stay seated. Yeah, yeah. Like definitely. My favourite thing about that whole thing was the vibe of just walking around, chatting to people. If you can't do that, then it's not worth doing. So it is worth moving and doing it when you can do it properly. Yeah, not mad, just disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's just moved. We'll just have to go on the res that day anyway. Somehow. Find something yeah. else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some food somewhere. I'm sure that's doable. On to today's episode. Oh, what an episode, you lucky, lucky people. This is genuinely one of the. Sorry, my dog <laughs> just sneezed. <laughs> this is today's episode, Frankie and Becky from Baja. Yeah, this was great. This was so much fun. Humane food. I think this is the funniest episode we've done. They're hilarious, man. Yeah, yeah. I just remember laughing yeah, the whole way through. Like, trying to edit it and listen back to it um, last week. I've just been laughing in my head off on yeah. my own, sitting on my own laughing. Well, there was a time where we forgot to record. We were just sitting there with all the stuff, just drinking and having a chat, and we're like, oh, shit, we've got to start recording. I forgot we were doing a podcast. Because mm. they make you feel that at ease and that comfortable and so open with their stories, and they're so much fun to listen to as well. Yeah. It's great to hear them talk about food as well, like the passion they have for putting flavour into everything. Yeah, yeah, and they're just completely not judgy on the whole thing. Obviously, they do. I think they've changed it. They used to say vegan food, but it looks like they've changed it to humane food, which is a little bit better. Yeah. They seem keen on dropping, like, rigid kind of um, titles and, like. You know, me and labels. I'm not, labels fan, of, I'm not a fan of labels at me all. Me neither. Like, you know what? It is food. It is what it is, man. If it just happens to be vegan, then fair play. I mean, we're definitely not vegan, but we were keen to do this podcast because they're like. No, we're not interested in labels, like putting people up, like trying to like militantly lecture people. They were just like, we do fucking delicious food, and that's it. Like, it's yeah. delicious. Don't care that it's vegan or not. It's delicious. Yeah. Yeah, you had the Sunday roast before, so yeah, I've eaten their food, mate. It's fantastic. Scrolling through pictures of it yesterday to try and get like a, a few pictures together to promote the, the podcast. And, Man, I was so hungry. All of it looked wicked, like. Yeah, yeah, I need to do it. I need to eat more of their food. Yeah, I mean, they're doing pop-ups. You can find them at pop-ups in places all around Brum. But I think, they're, they're, as you'll hear in the webs, in the uh, podcast, they're really looking hard now to try and get their own solid brick walls and set up a whole experience with, like, cocktails and a full bar. So. Yeah, I can't wait for that day. 
yeah, it's, this is just an uplifting. It's fun, it's great good. fun listening. You're definitely gonna laugh. There's some good stories, episodes. Uh, sit back, make yourself a cup of tea, and enjoy this podcast. Frankie and Becky, welcome back to Breaking Bread. <laughs> Good <Again>. morning. <laughs> Lovely to be here. Long time no speak. <laughs> we better let people in. So we just recorded, for, well, I thought we recorded for half an hour, but we did not record. <laughs> I did not press record again. Yeah. So, yeah. It was a good conversation. Though. We had a great conversation. It was a test run and now we know exactly what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. Practice makes perfect. <laughs> so how are you both doing today? Fantastic. We're good, thanks. We're good. good. I'm six good. beers in. I'm joking. This is my first pint. Absolute first pint. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's good for six beers. It's all the potato. <laughs> so it is the pasta. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we'll All the noodles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so goodness. many noodles. So <sighs> most people would probably know you better for Baja. Indeed. A vegan restaurant, mostly pop-ups. Uh, tell us a bit about how you got started with Baja. Well, I can repeat myself again now. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys not been listening to a word we've been talking about? Explain this before. <laughs> you okay. go, you go. I mean, shall I? Yes, okay. go, on. go on. Okay, lovely, lovely. <laughs> uh, so the concept started in 2017, uh, but in 2018 we thought, nope, that's it, job done. I've decided to quit my job in Valentine's, and I thought it just needs to be done. Um, there was just a massive market in Birmingham. There's a huge gap, huge gap and just no food that there was no food that we enjoyed when we went out we loved food so much when we when we wanted to dine we wanted to do it well we didn't want to go with the one option and go mad mad night out that was wasn't it mad mad on the falafels so um <laughs> i just thought nah there's a bit more to life than this uh let's just create it if you, if you can't get it just create it so that's essentially what we wanted to do and the meaning of baja is it comes it derives from the irish language baha meaning life and feed and um yeah i just thought it just made total sense so life feed and because myself and becky we we actually met uh, like a whiskey bar in the jury quarter um ishka baha meaning whiskey there was like a triple meaning with water meaning of water of life yeah yeah so i just thought it was a really nice idea just to incorporate all of those things life food water of life and that's when we started our vegan journey as well uh when we met so i thought it was just quite a nice little thing change up the spelling because obviously no one can read irish they think what it's not yeah. phonetically spelled my mind is being blown oh, here thanks. so my wife's so. name's siobhan so oh sh- siobhan yeah <laughs> we nearly made the mistake of calling our daughter um saoirse see oh I mean, I, I, it's her middle name now and I still can't spell it. So I just love that name too. I, just I love, love it, Saoirse. I love it, but she, my mum can't spell Siobhan. I thought there's no chance she'll ever get to... <laughs> every card it's spelt wrong it's somehow. <laughs> We've had every possible version of it wrote down. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. I, I, still, I still like to like ask Becky, here, you wouldn't uh, just read me this line She's of mockery. Irish? Pure mockery. It is pure mockery at this point. I'm like, right, go on. Just try and so pronounce it. when you and your cousin it. get together, it's like... 
Baja. Um, that's how Baja derived from. Um, so we just thought, we're going to start this here now. We cannot stand going out anymore, having terrible food. So let's just quit our jobs. Let's go wild. Because remember, we, we started like doing little bits actually for hospitality at like 11 o'clock at night after working like a really long hours in hospitality. I come back from like, my commute from like Leicester, Worcester, all these crazy places. And it was like, yeah. I'm going to do some pasties and like cakes and all these things. All these really nice things I would love to have in the bar shift at 11 o'clock. Let's just deliver it. Let's just deliver it. <laughs> so I remember like contacting these bars and I was like, yeah, do you want some really good idea? You should all be fed at this specific time because I know you're going to be like dropping your energy levels. Just here, we'll deliver to you. Aren't we the legends, right? And so we went into like the Victoria Island Bar, all these places. And I was like, look, here you are. Here's your deal. Just try it out see what you think kind of thing so there we are like you know in a one bed apartment just like baking mental cookies all Walking these pasties <laughs> i mean like yep off to work <laughs> we go and it was just it so was vegan sorry all yeah. vegan yeah yeah, yeah. so we started doing all like we would, basically we started experimenting yeah, with all of these things yeah and um, so from like cookies going to like offices all around colmore it was just we just did everything we could to get our food out there it was like yo we have a new recipe try it tell me what you think we don't care. It's fine. We can improve. Let's just do our bit. And it just went down a storm and it just it just kind of grew from there. Yeah. And um, John from like a thousand trades, um, he just got in contact one day. He's like, hey, do you know, I think you'd be great as a pop up here. Like, you know, come down, see what you think, blah, blah, blah. Had a little meeting with him. And then we just started. And what was supposed to be like a little short stint it was like like a week or two. Was it six weeks? Six weeks. Since six weeks, because it just went over. really well. And yeah. we thought, oh my goodness. So he we was were happy, we were happy. Clientele was happy. Yeah. And we were spoiled. Really we, we were spoiled we were. there, because it was such a lovely venue. Great oh, it's community. it's one of my favorite, all-time mm. favorite places. Thousand Trades is just great. It's just, great. just such so a communal nice. vibe. Mm. It was just it was just everything we wanted to represent. It was just wholesome. It was just wholesome. So we, we did that, and we're like, oh my goodness, where do we even go from here? Because we're like, oh, I want to do it all over again. I don't I don't ever stop. But I just remember it was the the first of June. Yeah. First of June, uh, 2017, 2018? Seven, 2018. 17. I think it must have been, I don't remember the year anymore. <laughs> Around but, that time, um, <laughs> we we really just said yes to everything. We were the yes mans of vegan market. We're like, yeah, we'll do it, let's go. And we put ourselves under such pressure. And at the last day, we said yes to an indoor market, seasonal markets. We were like, yep, that's the last day of our uh, kitchen residency at a thousand trades. And we said yes to doing our first ever street food market. At the Bond <laughs> at as seasonal well. market. Wow. Yeah. Bond. We just two of us, by the way. Just two <laughs> of us. <laughs> just the two of us. Like, yeah, yeah. How do we'll we do split that. our time? That's cool. Yeah. So we just said, yeah, we'll adapt. That's how we're going to do it. And we we luckily, like, I had this woman, she was like, she loved her cheese. And she was like, ooh, that sounds amazing. Oh, my God, you're French as well. She sold that cheese like a mofo. She, yeah. <laughs> we were very was, lucky in our It industry. was cashew cheese. <laughs> now, and we didn't, like, wanted to say it was vegan cheese because no one wanted to hear vegan cheese because, like, why would that exist? It was That was where yeah. it was at the time. 
So we were like experimenting like cashew cheeses, doing like charcoal and chili cheeses because it looked aesthetically mental, but it worked. Mm-hmm. It was just like all these mad experiments. So she just sold it. And we had an agency chef who was a friend as well. He ran the kitchen as well at a thousand trades, had a runner. It was just, it was just clockwork. It we, just we, made we were sense. lucky because we've been in the industry for so long that we yeah. had contacts and friends. We just, were able to help yeah. us out. So we were able to draw on those guys forward to see if we could make it work. And we yeah, did. Yeah. We were very, very, very lucky. Yeah, we had some good people behind us and we we're very, very, very grateful for that. Yeah, so absolutely. What was the food like at Thousand Trades? What were kind of bits and pieces oh. were you doing? So we did like lasagna. We did like oh, California Dreaming. California Dreaming. So that was mixed um, up cauliflower, raw, but then you like bake it with a bit of seasoning. Veg, hemp veg. oil, seeds, Delicious. chili oil. It was nice, man. And when, when we first started our journey, obviously um, Satan, which you've probably all heard of now uh, as a vegan or non-vegan, um, is like a, it's a wheat gluten flavor yeah. um, flour. Yeah. that binds together and you get all chicken nuggets or you make whatever. So we started experimenting with that um, and we had our chicken burger that just sold like hotcakes. Like it literally just went out. Yeah. And we had a queue from 12 o'clock when we started at the Bond till five o'clock in the evening till it finished. Yeah. We had a queue of at least... Oh, I don't know. It I was, don't know the it was number. Just, it was just constant. It was constant. And yeah. it was um, it was just nice to... At the end of that day, after going all over all the stress and... It, it, and bear in mind it was stressful because like, I remember <laughs> weeks in advance we're like right we need a setup to do like oh, street food <laughs> and I think it was like it was 10 o'clock that morning now bear in mind like last residency the indoor market okay that's all Starts set up 12. we still don't have our setup <laughs> to do our street food we start in two hours yeah. we were having a hernia at this point that's so we're like okay everything's fine it's gonna be okay and it was literally like around Digbeth and it was like ah, guys the company I that really got to design it I really need, I really need it like as soon as possible. Like, I mean, like we're starting a service in like an hour or two. And they're like, why are they okay? And I remember the only dimensions I said was like, make sure it fits into this vehicle, please. That's all I, I need. I have a Ford Focus. Shut it all in, right. shut it all in. Of it, course it didn't fit, it never was gonna fit. So we were pulling all the favors on like, you know, like you juice was like, yeah, yeah, we'll help you. We'll do this, we'll do that. Like, and bits, like there's West Midlands Jerk Center were absolute West legends. Jerk Chicken they helped Center. us yeah, ship yeah, yeah. that stuff. They carried yeah. it all the way for us. Back to our <laughs> they were like, we all legends. pulled together yeah. and they just absolutely, yeah, they were a massive, were, massive were, support on the day. Quality, yeah. So oh, by one minute to 12, we were don't know how it happened. Mum bought the change. We were good. I had to, to ring go. my mum and put half a and was like, Mum, I got no change. She went to the bank <laughs> for me. But yeah. it was one of those situations, guys. Like, we were just, we knew what we were doing, but we didn't. The stress we'd never of it been was in that insane. Yeah. Yeah. So we were just calling on all the favours, and at the end of the day, it worked. We, yeah. We got a, we did really well. We were happy. The day um, before was shocking. I mean, like, the prep, we had 23 <laughs> hour shifts. <laughs> 20, I'm kind of gutted we didn't go the extra hour. Just go, well, you know, we you got to do what you got to do. But it was 23 <laughs> hours, and I met at 4 a.m. 4 a.m. at a thousand trades. We were still doing the Satan bits. Now, we yeah. did, I think it was like 250 Satan burgers, but the nuggets we were selling, we're like, that's a great idea. Loads of labor involved. Let's do that. <laughs> and the way I did it, like, I love to be complicated because I really want to penetrate all of the flavor. My methods are mental because I just want to make sure it's like the best texture possible. And I just remember saying, oh God, I really hope that the prep was done. Because I remember like pulling in the favor of like, guys, can you please make sure you season it with this specific seasoning? It wasn't done. 
and we tasted one of the birds yeah, at four o'clock in the morning. At four o'clock like, in the morning, oh I was like, God, like I'm so scared. I'm so scared. What if it isn't? What if it isn't the spec I need? She's like, "Don't do it, Frank. Don't do it." And I was like, okay, <laughs> "I'm gonna do it." And I took a bite, and I was like, "No!" And I'm like, I don't know if anyone's ever like worked with wheat gluten. It is messy to clean. It's Any like moisture, you know, cornflour. Yeah. 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 Oh my god, it's just a nightmare. So anyway, I remember Becky came over. We were literally just about to clean down. Long day. We just want to get the hell out of here. Probably want to die at that point. Um, but she just like got the nugget and just slammed it into the bowl of wheat gluten. The flour <laughs> just went everywhere. And I was like, Becky, get the F out of this kitchen before I kill you. And we just broke down into tears. I was like, nothing's worth this. Nothing's worth it. Nothing. Just call and cancel. We won't it's do it. It's fine. Do it. I don't care anymore. And I just remember like we had to I think it was like the bakery we collected the I think we like a 20 minute nap we're like okay we're good we're fresh <laughs> we're good we got this we got this slap your face yeah, man. The cold water. get the burger buns get the burger buns and that was just the day then so we were broken by 6pm that day yeah. it was done but we just looked at each other we, d- we didn't even move I just remember my back was at a 45 degree angle the whole day oh. as soon as I straightened I was like oh my god Oh my God, I think I'm dead. I don't know if I'm dead. Can Bruce Willis see me? Bruce, can you see me? But I, remember, I just remember looking over at six o'clock and we just did the nod. We're like, <laughs> we still we did do it. it. We did it. And we still do it. And um, I think it was like, right, we did it. We, we, we actually did it. So because of that specific day, we thought, we can do that. We can do anything. We can do anything. Yeah. We've got this. It's fine. Nothing else can go wrong. Nothing else. There's nothing more stress in a day that, that we it could have taken. Like a break, is it like you? Know, I've turned right after that and said never nah, again. Nah. Oh, you go. This is it, man. This is us. I think a peak. therapist would call us mental. Um, <laughs> like, yeah. No, that's not healthy. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we did it anyway. We did it. We did it. Have you nice. both always been chefs? Say again, sorry. Have you both always been chefs? No, I started in hospital. Um, <laughs> 1904. <laughs> it's called. Back in the 19th. Um, not always, no. I've done a lot. Uh, cocktail bartending, managing bars, that sort of scene. Um, chefing was something I got into because I was honestly just sick of serving drunk people. I got <laughs> yeah. sick of it. No, honestly, at 2 yeah. o'clock in the morning, I remember the last time I wanted to be at the bar. It was at the RVT. I remember serving someone, and this was just after we met. And they were at the bar, and it was like, it must have been like half 11, 12 o'clock. It's and I was like, oh, I have another shot. I was like, mm, all right, have another shot. Technically, you should be something. But anyway, um, so I gave him another shot, and 30 seconds later, oh. projectile vomit all over the bar top. At that point in time, I was like, I think I'm done. <laughs> I think I might just need to go elsewhere. I am so, tapping out. <laughs> yeah, I asked the, I did it when I first started at TGI Fridays. I, I did everything involved in that, which was front of house, back of house. Um, and managerial so I had a little bit of experience anyway so I spoke to the chef that was RVT and they invited me into the kitchen to, to work with them and learn from them um, and it was Jen at the time and she was brilliant um, she taught me a lot uh, and that actually spurred on my journey to go vegan I worked with a chef um, and he was vegetarian at the time and he just started talking to me and spearing out all these facts that used to come I think it was fresh to him as well so he, he felt like he had an environment where he could have been just like oh I learnt this today so like he would just spiel at me um, on a daily basis and I just was intake and I was like oh it was ne- it never crossed my mind to go vegan or change how I ate so you were both meat eaters at oh, this yeah, point oh yeah yeah my sausage sandwich absolutely from the cafe behind the RVT two fried eggs oh, three sausages white bread plenty of butter please good, 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah good bread oh I can fill my arteries I'll have double please <laughs> thank you no, steak just, bake for grace just, yeah oh, nice. remember 
we don't have Greg's in Ireland. <laughs> so moving here, <laughs> I'm sorry, you can get a hot pasty for how much? I don't <laughs> yeah. understand. I don't, do I, is it a finance option? I don't understand. This is incredible. Well, we don't have proper jambos here over there. Jambons. Don't talk to me about the jambons. <laughs> from, from a petrol station. From a petrol station. Jambons were my jam. They were. They were. And I mean, I will create, you know, I'm going to create them just for this moment. Yeah. And that, when I do create the jambon, the Irish jambon, I'm going to think of you. <laughs> Most of Birmingham now are probably thinking, what the? <laughs> wait you know till what? you wait till wait. we eat it. Get ready, bro. Yeah, Get ready. The find jam out. bons are coming. <laughs> it's like pancakes. Do you remember the old like like really crispy pancakes that you used to oh, be able yeah. to buy Findus in like packs? Pancakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So Did that. What, I think it was last year, just before lockdown. I was like, do you know what I really, really freaking love? It's disgraceful, but I really love a Findus pancake. It was minced <laughs> and onion. It just brought me back to this childhood like guilty yeah. pleasure. I went in. I was like, Becky, look. I've created this here. Check it out. Like, what do you think? And it Delicious. Was, and it just went down a treat. Mm. And I remember, like, we had, um, there was a local to Churchill's at the time, and his name's Donal. Bless him. He did pass away during lockdown. <sighs> Wonderful friend of ours. And I remember I went up to him and I was like, right, do you remember the pancakes? Jesus, I do indeed. Go on. And <laughs> I remember, like, he wasn't a vegan at all. He would just yeah. have his pints at the end of the bar wasn't into his food that much he was like yeah go on I'll, I'll have whatever it is so he was like the he was the critic no mm. food blogger could be like oh i'm amazing oh i no 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 you're not donal you <laughs> won't give me the critique that i really need <laughs> do you know what i mean so he's like yeah a bit of spice would do that oh okay I, that hurt my feelings that's fine i'll, I'll do that that's, <laughs> but it, it was what it was and that's what i loved about him it was just pure raw honesty at its purest form. Mm. And it just made us just go, ah, this is lovely environment. And he just said about every day, which is a joyous occasion. I, God, I miss him. But um, yeah, he was fantastic. So we just started creating all these little small Irish dishes as well on quiet times. I was like, do you know what? It's non peak time. Let's create mad things in the kitchen. And that's what I loved about it. Absolutely love it. Because me and Becky, we just love creating new things. So when it's really, really busy, it's absolutely amazing. But sometimes it can be a curse because you don't get that time yeah. to go, oh, I want to create this. I want to really create this. So um, lockdown was a very, very eye-opening year for us, essentially. We had a lot of creations in the kitchen from fresh pasta to all sorts. Yeah, we did loads of bits. So we kind of enjoyed it, although we did go a little mental because it went from 100 million miles per hour to, okay. That's Where were enough. you before lockdown? Churchill's. You were, was that it was like a? Takeover. That was our yeah. Was it, how long that. was it for? Or how long was it meant to be? Well, we, we had that for a very like the contract was until like it was a very long ten term. years minimum. Ten years. So wow. we were there going to be there for a very long time. So we were settled, and it was really nice to be able to settle in a place and help see it grow, and see us grow, and be able to just have one place because we've done a lot of takeovers. I think um, over the last couple of years, and that's just because we. We just like to adapt. God, we, do. we love a challenge, don't we? We went. From <laughs> I also don't want the financial restrictions that comes with. You know, it's it, it's a big thing to take on, and I don't think. Um, yeah, I think it was just kind of like a massive learning curve yeah. for us to understand and develop different kind of genres of different street food, different menus. Different we had time to well. create because obviously, when you like kind of open the place, it's like okay, That's you. this is our mission. This is what we do. This is exactly the brand. We wanted to play with it. We wanted mm. to play with our food, and that was it. There was no rules. And I didn't want to restrict ourselves to say, right, this is exactly what we do. Yeah. We wanted to be versatile because there wasn't many options at the time. Like, okay, it might be one or two places. 
but it wasn't really fair to say okay I only like this so I'm only doing this I wanted to learn we both wanted to learn so that's when we started creating okay we went from like oh going from the thousand trades to going to like the juke like boring coach even fit in the kitchen into that place do you know what I mean it was just it was just we just did loads yeah, and loads of, of bits to yes yeah. to festivals um indoor markets and yeah there was just lots we there was just lots of opportunities and we're very grateful of that yeah. like anyone who's taking this on I'm like thank you very much yeah, guys you're much amazing appreciate <laughs> it. Um, but yeah we just got to have fun and yeah there's been massive highs and lows because it was like there'd be some days like on, we put so much pressure on ourselves at the very beginning it'd be like a Monday afternoon we're like this is it now we failed miserably and then Friday <laughs> night we're like we can't cope it's gonna be mental like it was just it was a massive learning curve and I think when we got into Churchill's it was such an amazing opportunity because it, it was it just felt good the whole team oh my god the bar team we were spoiled we had about 20 staff we had about I think it was like 10, 13 staff for Baja which mm. we really really grew the team wow. uh, the bar team were incredible and you know when you have you, when you have a collaborative opportunity there's a big risk of like will it work Will it just be any tension? Will, it Will this work? You know, like, yeah. There's just so many things that could go wrong, yeah. and it just worked beautifully, and we were very, very, very happy lucky. There. Yeah, very happy, very, very lucky. lucky. And unfortunately, um, COVID hit, and like many businesses, it disrupted everything. all plans. Oh yeah, and everyone everything. just had to adapt on the spot and figure out what the hell we were going to do for you know the rest of the time. And we were expecting to open up at Churchill's back to be fair in September last year, um, and then we got a phone call at the beginning of September saying that they're not going to open up anymore so then we obviously found out then that we lost that restaurant yeah yeah um, like most people like yeah. it, we're not we're not we're nothing new we're nothing special it is it happened to a lot of people um, yeah so it's unfortunate for most of us um we were just one of the lucky ones where we didn't have the contractual legal constrictions to one site we were lucky to have that collaboration where we weren't financially secure like we didn't yeah. have that financial where we had to keep pumping money in so we had the little bit of freedom. We just had to adapt and figure out how the best to do it. And that's when we did our collaboration with Little Blackwood. We did a two-week takeover there for our fine dining, which worked really well. Sophia and Ben, legends. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I think we're on the take. Little Blackwood get a mention. So Ben, every podcast we've ever done, they get a mention. Because they're legends. They're, they're Oi, just... Ben, Sophia, do you mind? <laughs> <laughs> do you mind? No, I, we absolutely love them. And yeah, the do. fact that we only just met them during lockdown know, as well was really weird. special because it was a friend that introduced and when we have the opportunity, because obviously they're masters of the craft, it was just, yeah. they're very passionate what they do. Mm. And it was just so refreshing to meet a couple as well. Because mm. obviously when you're a couple and you work together 24 seven, everything is all just joined at the hip. It's bizarre how we haven't killed each other and they haven't killed each other. It's like, wow, we deserve Blue Peter badges. It's amazing. <laughs> I actually um, bought some Blue Peter badges. Oh, yeah, by the, the way, Becky genuinely. This is what we actually say to tweet. Where's my Blue Peter badge? So I actually bought some. <laughs> She's like, actually has her own Blue Peter badges. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sad I'm not wearing one today. I'm sorry. I let the team down. But uh, yeah, they, that was great. Yeah. And the venue was lovely. It, like, we just love Mosley as well. Yeah, it was we a it's lovely a community. Yeah. Mm, it's nice and so that was a great opportunity. We got to play lots of different things mm. that we even did uh, an Irish it was an, one Irish dish it was like the call cannon dish and black pudding so we yeah, we yeah. used verification for like the egg yolk and everything the, the call cannon the black pudding I mean it was just like all these classics so cool that just experiment. would never be introduced onto a restaurant menu and I was like no I love this I'm making it <laughs> vegan this is what's happening and it was just that's what we want to do every day. We're like, yeah, I want to do this. Okay, let's break the rules. Do you know what I mean? Do you find a lot of your dishes come from things you wish you'd seen on menus when you walked into a venue? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. 
And most times it's like, oh, I'm in the mood for this. And that will be almost like the genre we'll go with for a while because it's like what we really want. Because we put so much love into it, th- that will be the time that we'll go, right, we're going to do this because we're all in on this. We're invested into this recipe, into this kind of style of food. And that's how we've kind of just learnt as years went on. It was just like, right, we're comfortable in this. What's next? And I think every day is a learning day. Like yeah. every, every day is a school day. So Every day should be a learning yeah, day for everybody. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Definitely. For any chef that goes, yeah, I'm I mean, amazing. Even a chef just in general. Mate, you, you life in life life general. general. Yeah. Absolutely. Any mm. chef has ever gone, yep, I'm the best. You've retired. Is there any books or anything like that that helped you get into the good side of vegan cooking? Is there anyone, if someone was listening now and they wanted to get a book or... Well, hang on, is it for all me, self-taught? If I was going to get a vegan book, what book should I get? I'm not going to lie. No, <laughs> you don't have one Coming soon. <laughs> that's a plug. It's got to be a market for a bar you. book. Yeah, that's it. We've been asked quite a lot. Um, but once again, that's a project that, because whenever we open up a collaboration, it's us two that run it. And it's us two that we have, you know, our staff have, unfortunately, there's a, a few of them that have left from COVID of last year. And that was on their own back. They wanted to go and do different things. And it's fine. So we've lost some staff members. Um, so we're, we're condensed to a smaller team, so we don't have the yeah. Our team's really small. the capability of doing anything else, but concentrating so on what we're doing right now. Um, <laughs> however, we w- it's something that we do want to do. Yeah, um, and there's a lot of things that we're currently doing right now. Like right now, we're, we have like hummus and flatbreads, but a lot of people don't realise we during service like we're making Bread. fresh fresh flatbreads. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, and fresh hummus, all of it's homemade. Everything's, everything's from scratch, and people just don't understand that. They're like, what? Like, no, no, everything is literally from fresh, from the sauces, to mayos. So like all of these things, all done from fresh. So in terms of we recipes, don't have recipes. Well, sorry, we, we do, do, obviously. But we don't. But because we're always trying to perfect it all the Full time sticks. as we keep growing, we'll never just go, right, that's that's the base recipe. That's it now, stuck. We just kind of want to keep improving every single time. And I think it's so one of the reasons why certain chefs that have, t- have, had, have taken on have struggled in the kitchen because some, um, some chefs need that structure and yeah. they need to have that recipe so they can follow that to a T and that's fine. Unfortunately, the way we work, we don't have that luxury because what we do is we, we taste and we create and then we adapt it. And I can't write down an adaptation. Sometimes it needs a little bit more salt. Sometimes yeah. it needs a little bit more seasoning here. It's not the same recipe all the time. Um, so in terms of recipe books, I mean, my mum bought me when I went vegan. We've got a thousand recipe books. Just, Everyone keeps buying. It's like, oh, this is a book I picked up. You might like it. I'm like, we've been through a few We've got recipes. a library of books that we don't read because we're like, <laughs> oh, that's a cool idea. Do you know what it is, though? Over oh. lockdown and before, we were trying so many recipes and we followed it to a T. Wasn't I'm issue. When you follow a recipe to a T, there's always tweaks you're gonna have to make because it doesn't yeah, taste yeah, right. Yeah. Like they don't. Um, the salt. And I don't know if it's it? like the government when we had that big push years ago about how healthy you need to be and you need to take down your salt intake and everyone concentrate on that. Recipes actually took down the salt intake, but what people fail to realise is that salt adds a different flavour concept. And if yeah. you don't balance that out in your dish, your dish tastes flavourless. Mm. So the fact that these recipes are, are trying to go to a guideline and have a minimum amount of salt in really affects the flavour. Now, you don't have to eat these recipes all the time, which means you can have that little bit of added extra salt to make that flavour and that recipe better. Um, So we don't, we've never followed a book. We have read a few. We like to break the rules. Yeah, (laughs) but we don't, yeah, if you go into our kitchen, there's no recipe book. Um, The head chef that I've just put in place at the moment, he's been with us for a year and a half now. Yeah, he's fantastic. James and Julia are awesome. They're our base chef kitchen and they're awesome. Um, However, he... He does struggle a little bit that we don't have recipes because he's quite structured <laughs> in what he does. However, yeah, yeah. he's adapted very well 
and he understands how he works. So if I give him a recipe off the top of my head, he'll write it down and he'll have a base. And then I'll say to him, right, all, all I do is show him the consistency that I'm after. And I show him, I say, taste it. And that's the flavor I'm looking for. I can't say you need two tablespoons of salt or pepper or you need two tablespoons of this seasoning. That's the base. Add it. Taste it. If it needs more, add it. It's, yeah. His probably came from a kitchen where they got the pit, picture cards all over the wall with yeah, the recipes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. A lot of restaurants, sometimes not just chains, sometimes a lot of the uh, higher end restaurants will have the at least a binder with the recipes yeah, yeah. or something, you know, maybe not plastered over the wall like Weatherspoons used to. Like, but, no, but I understand know. why that works, especially if you're a big kitchen. Like right now, we're quite a small kitchen, so we're ready. Yeah, uh, we've got that luxury of having these ideas yeah. bouncing off each other and everything. But I think. A lot of places, I think if you really focus on the actual understanding of the food, because a lot of chefs, they go in, they're like, yeah, I theoretically know how to put a dish together. But do you understand how to develop a dish? Do you know what I mean? Like, do you understand the textures you need, the flavor, why you need to balance it a specific way? Do you understand that? And that's one thing that we're very, very, very lucky because the chefs, they've developed so beautifully over time. I'm like, wow, you've really grown. But not only that, they're coming into us on a Wednesday and say guys I have this recipe please try it and they're growing like they have this initiative because they want to keep growing rather than like oh yeah there's homework I need to learn this recipe it's not what we're about and it's just like you want to you want to just give them that passionate kind of vibe of like here you get to create it's not all just it's a good way of being because like what I don't understand a lot of times with a lot of restaurants is surely you get a bag of ingredients and like you get like a bag of potatoes not every potato tastes exactly the same so if you expect it to yes. follow a recipe like yes how can you got to be able to be flexible and adapt. i know it works very well at a lot of restaurants but maybe it puts you ahead of some you know like have you read that book be more pirate no no i haven't no, actually, so it's no. like basically instead of just following the normal and doing what just doing stuff because that's the way it's always been done mm-hmm. Go off and do your own okay. thing, like Good. be more pirate, and that's, that's, that's what you exactly. use. I think that's yeah, a mantra in life doing. in general, yeah, I think it right is. now, especially. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I'd yeah. say I'd invented that, I didn't invent this. Like, I'm gonna a, say you did. All credit book. is to you, you my friend. Just stop telling me about this book. Just start saying there's an Amazon best selling book and a podcast about it. I wish I could remember the author and I'd tell it to you. It must be a great position though, because we've I don't want to say normal cooking, we've cooking that involves meat and all dishes there are recipe books and everything exists so you can look up how to do a shepherd's pie or you can look yeah. up how to do cockavan or something like that. it already exists people yeah. have already done it but in the area you're working in if you want to do something like that you've pretty much got to invent it i think yeah i think everyone has their own so you get to create brand new dishes yeah. and that must be very exciting at times it's so exciting i remember like the first time we um we came across banana blossom do you know anything about banana blossom no so it's literally the cluster of the banana family and it's this beautiful like meaty textural it's gorgeous oh it's amazing it's just it's, it's like so teardrop kind it's of almost the like artichoke yeah that would be the closest artichoke. description mm. i have to it and when we were thinking okay classic dish of the uk what are we saying of course it's fish and chips so we thought right fresh and cut chips mint mushy peas homemade tartar sauce what's the main attraction because obviously everyone's going crazy tofu. on tofu, oh. tofu. But no one no one could 
ever marinate tofu. They just didn't get it. They were like, no. oh yeah, we'll just wrap it in seaweed and I don't know, a really so terrible batter. <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah. That will suit the vegans. And then you have the whole vegan tax on top of it. It's like, that's 40,000 pounds because it's very new and exciting. No, yeah. it's not, mate. That's you know, when you okay. sit at a table though and you get your dish and it looks good because the batter looks good, your chips look good. You know, mm. you it's just it. going to be really... Oh, and then you go into it heart. and it's just this... White, white block of sadness with no, yeah. no flavour. I'm so like, glad you said oh. that because if you started to sit here and tell me t- tofu no, was the best no, taste no. ever, this no. would have tofu been Tofu is done right. It's oh, oh my God. I've never had it amazing. right. I'll just say it's You need to come to a challenge accepted, my friend. <laughs> when you season tofu right, it tastes phenomenal, don't yeah. you? But yeah. I'm not a fan of tofu. Like, no. buying it out, like, people just don't seem to have what it takes to make tofu taste good. Mm, I haven't no. come across a good yeah, like a, tofu fish, yes, especially. I haven't, haven't come across it. I do it as a last resort. Of, I think I'm dying of hunger. <laughs> Let's go with this option. <laughs> um, but I think with banana blossom, because the texture was very much almost like cod-like, mm. it was rattling people's minds because like a lot of places in Birmingham didn't really, it was never really done. No. So we're like, okay, well, let's rattle a few feathers. Let's do it. Let's just do it. And it was like, it was like the marmite of the vegan world because it was too realistic for some vegans yeah. and yeah. it messed people with, like who did eat fish and it was like what and that's what we wanted it's almost like the purest art form if it made you feel something we were doing something right that's your bish and chips bish and chips, bish bish and chips. chips. Yeah, that's your signature dish yeah. i was gonna yeah. ask you what your signature dish so <laughs> what that's one i think one of our signature and dishes. nobo i think nobo nobo was like um so it's shredded jackfruit marinated in barbecue spices golden panko fried smothered in barbecue sauce <laughs> crispy onions and a homemade garlic mayo who works for i've said that once or twice before <laughs> so again jackfruit i wasn't a massive fan of jackfruit i think we're like we sound like anti-vegans mm. like honestly yeah. it's just been done really wrong in a lot of places Briny taste yeah. tastes a lot Nothing of food seasoned. so yeah they've literally just taken out of a can and then just bat it and then fried it and then expect it to taste good it's not yeah <laughs> it's seasoning. hard work you haven't even drained the brine off you haven't even squeezed the brine like you yeah. <laughs> brine. you've just done such a bad job with such a versatile and great tasting like it's what, what you need to imagine in banana blossom and jackfruit is it goes to a point where it's just a base so like meat would be meat, it's exactly, just the base yeah. if you taste mm. raw which you can't but if you taste raw chicken there's not really much flavour to it it's just got that texture that's what jackfruit and banana blossom used to in the vegan world it's just if you season it right slow roast it Tastes delicious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Season, yeah, man. Like season it like you would a big, bigger steak. Like season it. You can get uh, cooked chicken that tastes really bland. <laughs> like you know. Yeah. Season. Like if you're gonna eat that food, was my season childhood. food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Two yeah. veg. Yeah. It was like, oh yay, roast chicken with no yeah. seeds. Like even salt. Like mum, pass the salt, please. Anything, yeah. anything. <laughs> yeah. And I just thought that was still like, oh, it's Sunday dinner. I'm so excited to have the bland usual meat that we get every Sunday. But that's one of the reasons so why we came to It was like, yeah. what the hell? And I remember one day I came in and I was like, mom, I don't want Christmas dinner. I don't like turkey. It's, it's crap. I don't I like it. I think if we're all honest, I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Nobody no likes really turkey. really likes no. it. It's like not. Turkey. Do you? You telling me you'd rather turkey than like uh, ribber beef or the something? The turkey doesn't like you very much, my friend. <laughs> I don't have ribber beef every day of the week, do I? <laughs> Yeah, no, it's just, I I'd rather have a curry on Christmas Day, to be perfectly honest, but <laughs> <laughs> bad sometimes you don't get rules. to eat what you want to eat. No, you don't. <laughs> I had a family pack of lasagna one Christmas Day. Didn't regret a thing. I was like, guys, you do you. I'll do me. And it was a great Christmas. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. It was great. But yeah, I just think seasoning. It just really is just learning how to genuinely understand food. Mm. And I think if it's a passion, you'll just get it. And if you get to learn more and you advance more in specific ways, well, our team is just going to be stronger and stronger. So that's why we've asked people to go 
I don't care if you've been training for about 40 years of your life. If you come in with bad habits and you're very structured, like, look, you, I'm sorry, you need, you definitely need eggs. You definitely need milk. You definitely need cream. I'm like, actually, let me show you just a few things. But some chefs were coming in and they were like, no, we're so adamant. And they were like, no, that's not how you do it. And we're like, no, you're not vegan. You're coming <laughs> to work here. Like, you yeah. can't add those things. You need to understand. And it was blowing our minds that, they just couldn't open their minds, even though that was literally their only job description was to work in a vegan restaurant. <laughs> so I thought, I'm no. so sorry, guys, you, you need to go. So we were finding people that just had passion for food mm. so we could train along the way. And I think that's what it's taken longer for us to build the team, like more, you know, expand it a lot more. But I think it was worth it because the team that we have now is fantastic. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I'm, I'm very lucky. Like, we're, I, think I think we're, we're very, very, lucky. very, very lucky. Yeah. You know, is so there yeah. Is there a dish that you want to do and you just can't get it right or get it to work or get it to taste just how you want it to do? Something you're trying to, Ooh, you really want to do, you just can't get, no matter how many times you've tried it, you just can't get it to work. Oh, that's a really good question. Oh, off the top of my head, no. I don't know. Um, Someone asked for caviar. We did caviar. We did, we did caviar. Yeah, we did. So it's once again again reverse certification. it is a little bit of a mad science. science. It's just it's again texture. I remember the flavour. Did you get any type of? Basically, it's just all marinades. It really is just kind of working with the flavours, having the solution, just making sure the ratios are all right. And once you've got everything right with technique, of course, involved, mm. you've got it. Some people um, think our fish tastes more fishier than an actual fish. Yeah, and that's because the flavour that we use is pure seaweed. If you use mm. something from the sea, like where the fish is actually swimming, then that's Kelp, the flavour. dill, lemon rind, it's acidity, yeah. just it's all yeah. these things. So you, once really you understand the environment that you're trying to, what's the word? Um, replicate. Yeah, replicate. Thank you. Um, into the dish, you understand what flavours you need to bring in. Um, yeah. So that's what I was thinking about the caviar, maybe like droplets of caviar to make yeah, them round. that's it, yeah, um, yeah. Droplets of seaweed, like, you know. It just, that's what it is. That's, that's really Because the texture it. comes from the actual, um, what did we use? It was a... Oh, we did, oh, we did a private chefing event one, uh, once recently, mm. and she absolutely loves seafood, and I thought, oh, this is my, our time to mm. shine, and <laughs> I was like, let's do lobster bisque ravioli. <laughs> Went really well. I mean, it's because it you sounded it. good, it, it was like, <laughs> yeah, that sounds exciting, let's do that. And you know what? It's actually one of my favorite dishes that we created because it was like, if it wasn't for them asking for that, we wouldn't have got wouldn't into it. So no. like, oh, this is exciting. Let's they do loved that. It. Went down a storm. So I think we might do that eventually for maybe yeah. like a tasting menu or something down the line. But And this, this is one of the great things about us to blow our own, to our own horn. <laughs> Ego comes in. All right, stuff. chef. Oh, I know. I was just about to say, I was like, oh, yeah, chef. chef. Yeah, chef. <laughs> if you ask us to do something, if you ask us to replicate a dish that you as as a, a non-vegan, happy to do it. Challenge accepted. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what we say to anyone. Yeah. We have a lot of regulars who come in. Oh, can you do, do this? this? Right, we experiment. We come back. Try that. On the contrary, do you really enjoy cooking for non-vegans? Like, just yeah. a challenge. It. I actually. So our silent activism. Love like, it. You don't need. You just. If you enjoy food, you enjoy food. It's as yeah. simple as that. That's all we are about. We're not about promote. We are under, but we don't shout it in your face. We don't go. Oh, you need to. I think we'd rather inspire yeah. rather yeah. than be. Taste this. Don't do right. this. Don't yeah. do that. It's just because we went to um, there's a festival called the Vegan Campout, and we went to it was, I think it was two years ago and well, it was cancelled last year, so we're back this year. And there was one big talk. It was about the pledge, and they go in. They're like, right. So this guy was talking, and he said, look, I've taken the pledge. I can't sit at a table where meat or dairy or eggs are being consumed. Mm. 
this blew my mind. Mm. And everyone's like, yeah, yeah, nodding along. And I thought, God, am I, I'm, I'm, I'm guilty. Should I feel guilty for that? Because at the end of the day, if I'm with my family and friends, I want to inspire them. How do I have that opportunity to yeah, do that there. when yeah. I'm just in the corner in my Jack Jones or eating, you know, mm. the one option? Do you know what I mean? Hey, dried <laughs> falafel. <laughs> Guys, you're missing out, lads. You're missing out. Do you know what I mean? Just probably me just drinking like a, a, a liquid diet, getting drunk. Uh, but honestly, like it just blew my mind that that was just a thing. And we just had to say, we, we, we shut up our hand and look, I need to understand need to why. input here. Yeah. Why? I need to understand this I because I'm not in, in that. Like that. Mm. I'm just that, not that in that mentality no. of being that kind of style vegan. I, and I felt bad a little bit. So I questioned it and I thought, here, judge if you want. But we went to a vegan, no, sorry, a cheese festival, like a dairy cheese festival. Mm. And we were asked to do, like, can you do vegan cheese? Like, yeah, we'll do it. So we we publicized it as cashew cheese, just cashew cheese. So therefore, it was, like, new and exciting for someone. Obviously, not suitable for nut uh, allergies, of course. <laughs> but um, it, it sold because it was it was just the wording of it. It was like, oh, that's new. It's like, oh, vegan. They're just trying to be something that's not. Do you know what I mean? And it had such a massive stigma. That the as soon v as they tried it, we have just had testers on the table. As soon as someone tried it with a cracker, they were like, ooh, ooh this, is, this is nice. Like the charcoal and chili cheese. As soon as it's cheese. got the word vegan in front of it, some people are just going to be like, oh, not, shut that's going to be That's it. it. And shut I think up. there's been so many, like, sadly, of course, you have this like massive anger when you first go vegan you think why haven't i done this sooner but then all that anger kind of just builds up and then you just attack at all moments any opportunity and i think i felt probably guilty at that because i just didn't understand why people weren't doing it but now understanding it i'm like ah actually we've all been there and like i was that person everyone was chill and like hey you should try this oh have you tried this and then start to kind of introduce it and go actually this is all right it's their choice to go do you know this is great and they'll eventually get onto the path of saying, do you know what? That makes sense. This is the reason why I want to even include a more plant-based diet. Mm. So a lot of people now are going the whole flexitarian, the whole everything-itarian. And it's just about making that open-mindedness break. Yeah. No one's breaking like, the molds. From our point of view as a business and as two individuals that are vegan and have been vegan for six years now is you should never force anything on anyone. You do yeah. you. Yeah. Each individual is up to them what they want to do with their life. All we're trying to do is say, this is an option for you. If try you like it, it try it. Cool. If you don't, I feel like everyone at least needs to consider their diet now. Like we can't do what we've always done. Like as as a society, as humanity, we just can't. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. It's I unsustainable. It is. Yeah, Commercial it is. farming's unsustainable. Yeah. So like, I would never say to someone, quit this or quit that, but definitely consider where it comes from and maybe think about if you're going to have beef, make sure it's the most expensive beef you've ever had. Like you know, the best, the quality. best quality. It's been reared really well. Like. I used to say this and then I used to go to McDonald's and I'd have a, I'd have a shame big, I know. and do you know what it was only one day and then it dawned on me because I went to buy a piece of beef but it was for a cook along so I had to get the most expensive cut because that's what the chef had suggested yeah. and I thought you know beef should be that expensive yeah, what it takes yeah. to rare a cow what should go into it it should be that and expensive. the quality of the actual and life that was the last time I ever like, yeah. like, I go to McDonald's if I have to because my daughter really likes it you know? she <laughs> nags and I, we try and keep her away from it I'm going to make her a Big Mac I didn't even tell her I'll do her, it I'll I didn't do even it. tell her about McDonald's we really? actively told her like we didn't mention it ever and then one day she come home from school and she was like I want to get to McDonald's. School. And we're like, oh school, my what? god, no. How do you know about McDonald's? No. And then, um, yeah, so if I go now, I'll try to just like fries and chicken if I have to, but like definitely not beef because I think yeah. 
that's like a big problem. How much beef would McDonald's create? You know, you know their yeah. filet fish burger contains no fish. Just to put that on the record. Oh. So a woman is sued that them. A fact, that's a fact. Because a woman <laughs> tried to sue them. That's a definite fact, isn't yeah. it? You can go on Google and research it. There's a woman that sued them over eight years ago. Said she found a bone in a filet fish burger. Took them to court. Uh, McDonald's proved that there was no fish, actual fish, in the filet fish burger. So she lost. I don't know so why I'm no, shocked. There was no <laughs> like, way. Yeah, it's bizarre. Yeah, absolutely bizarre. And yeah, eat. I, I think the way you do things is far better because if you either sat on your own, didn't talk to anyone, and let your own food like huddled up while the rest of your family <laughs> just, are over there, that doesn't help anything. How is that inclusive or and inspiring? Then, no. Or if you sat at the table and then like discussed it, shouted at them, and said like that's evil whatever you're yeah, eating yeah, yeah. but where if you make really fucking delicious food and then somebody comes to the cheese fest and is like oh what's that i'll try that exactly and then they'll be like at another restaurant they'll be like i tried vegan food cheese once it was delicious i'm gonna try exactly, this yeah, and then yeah. you know all of a sudden you're not trying to change the world like all in one go or, yeah because maybe not at all you're hard. just trying to make Everyone's yeah. got to have a little bit of responsibility and try and play your own little part. I mean, yeah, that's all you can do. And I just want to, I, I was born for a reason and I just believe that if I can make, if I can leave the world in a little bit of better place, mm. I'm happy. You know, we all die. <laughs> we're all born, we all die. That's that's a fact mm. of life. So if I can do my bit in between. And not kudos. actually kill a lot of beings. Just like, mm, I fancy nuggets. Because like, we had like, you know, the whole chicken nugget culture. Yeah. That still goes on. I remember like, but now, like even this afternoon, I said to Beth, I was like, God, like I go into my freezer, I can have anything I want. I can have like bird's eye chicken dippers. That exists. Vegan, yeah. I don't notice a difference. I don't know if it's been so long since I had the re- like real chicken, but I can't even, I can't, everything is just so easily accessible now that sadly it's really dangerous because at the end of the day, I'm eating all of the replicas that I used to eat. <laughs> when, I, when we first started, it I was lost all, a lot of weight. It was healthy. It, it was, it was, very it was great. And then Ben and Jerry's like, yeah, we got ice cream now. <laughs> oh, we've got vegan cheese now. <laughs> yeah. We get Hellman's mayonnaise. So I'm like, no, what, I said no to you. I was doing well. <laughs> yeah. I was doing well, guys. I but love like, vegan ice cream. I don't know what it is. Uh, it's just extra sweets. Delicious. It's, it's just, just ramp up the sugar in it or whatever, but it's so And then nice. you can almost say, well, I can have more because really, <laughs> yeah. I'm doing no harm. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. It's Got to be healthy. It's vegan. Absolutely. <laughs> Vitamins. Vitamins, man. Vitamins. <laughs> but yeah, I that just delicious I, food is delicious food. Yeah. That's no. it. Yeah, I think it, that's where good humane food. 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 That's where humane came from. And we need like, more people to be of that mindset. Like, hundred percent. Don't just because it's got a label, you know. Don't I think that's what is wrong with society most times, right? We, yeah, we we could we get had a really discussion. deep on this. We like, could yeah. go deep <laughs> on this. Yeah. Let's not label this. Is what's wrong with society? <laughs> I mean, we could tick a lot of boxes. We had a two-hour yeah. conversation this morning in bed, didn't we? Talking yeah. about labels, it was hilarious. Well, actually, not just hilarious. labels <laughs> in general. We were like, How does this why, why are, people are there so many labels? But anyway, I think that's a whole topic. People like simplicity, and if there's a label you can stick on something. And in some people's heads, that's right. Well, that's that. Yeah. Not understanding that there's so what many different variants and so many different S- things that a label just doesn't really make sense for most things. Yeah. So yeah. people are really concerned with other people, like you know, uh, just let know, like, people really do care, their own don't thing, they? Like, you know, Considering don't everyone's really selfish, you know, they care a lot. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yo, chill out. Is this affecting you? No. So why are you bothered? Chill out, just man. stay away. <laughs> just be nice. But yeah, the um. The, the whole pledge thing blew my mind. And I think it was like, right, this is what we're doing. Please don't, please don't judge us. Because I felt like we were an entire hall with like thousands of vegans. And I was like, oh God, this is going to be absolutely detriment to our <laughs> branding. It was like, oh God. 
But I was like, look, this is what we're doing. I don't know how you feel about it, but I think this could be another alternative for inspiration, perhaps. Mm. And thankfully, he was like, actually, keep doing what you're doing. I was like, this contradicts everything you're doing. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. So I think there's just, everyone's different mm. in their experience and how they approach and how they actually just attack something in different ways. Me, I just go, yo, just chill. Have some good food. By the way, you didn't kill a cow today. Well done, Susan. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Just those little small things because... You know, it, it is hard to be on the vegan path. You learn every day. Heck, we still make mistakes. You know, like you, you see something like, how the hell does a head of lettuce contain milk? That's where we're at now. It, everything <laughs> contains milk. And I'm like, just chill, guys. But yeah, it's just one of those things. One of those things, yeah. Eating out in general, obviously, you're not from Birmingham. People might hear that. Just a little bit. What uh, up, Bob? You're rude. <laughs> What's it like eating out in Birmingham, especially from a vegan perspective? Um, now or when we first Both went really. Vegan? Oh God, when we first went vegan, it was hard. Like, it was just, we went to the usual places and the vegan option would just be dire. It would just be like stuffed pepper, the risotto, yeah. the usual mm, bland pasta with tomato sauce with literally <laughs> nothing else. It was like, did I just pay for that? Like, did I actually, I had to pay for something I'm extremely disappointed <laughs> yeah. in and I'd just be angry. So then we just didn't go out and we're like, nah, we just, we just created home. And then one day it just snapped. We're like, right, we're going to create it. We're just going to freaking start this ourselves. Mm. And that was it. But now we could just go anywhere. We can go to Brighton. We can go to London. All these places are amazing. But Birmingham, Birmingham has like these independents now popping up and going, hey, yeah. check us out. Hey, check us out. And it's just so amazing. Cause like you've got, lots of independents are really trying and they don't even think about like don't think twice about like oh should we just have a vegan option they just include it anyway they have an entire menu and i'm like oh my yeah. god things are changing i'm gonna get fat <laughs> it's gonna be great so i think it's great that birmingham is fattening up for it's christmas not even food it really it's even though every beer company in birmingham they're all 100 vegan now. yeah and it's just brilliant like it's and there's no reason it shouldn't be because i think Birmingham yeah. boys are some of the best there is. Absolutely. I think Birmingham is awesome. In regards to the independent scene, my God, it just has lots to give. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. I think that's one thing that we're extremely proud of, to be a part of that. To be inclusive of such an amazing community where you've got like, everyone can see if you've got like Pip's Hot Sauce, right? Mm. Then you've got like, oh God, like, like that's just one. And I'm like, oh my God, there's just so many. Like locate all of these places. They just give good quality of what they do. Yeah. They just mastered the art and go, yo, this is this is what I really love and passionate about. Let's just smash it. So I absolutely love the fact that we're a part of that and yeah. it's a, a huge honor almost. Do you know what I mean? It really is, really is. And where are you working out of at the moment? Sorry? So where are you working out so of at the moment? So we're currently at Sober Mesa in uh, the, uh, the Custard Factory and we've been there now for about eight, nine weeks, I think it is. Yeah, so we, we did takeaways. So we took over the kitchen. We rented the kitchen from them um, and we did takeaways when we were still in lockdown. That was February of this year. We started with that. And then we opened up with them. They opened up their own bar um, and it's their first concept of a bar. Um, and they, yes, yeah, so we started serving with them eight weeks ago when the band's lifted for, yes. the, uh, for the outside. And then when the band's lifted inside, we are still currently with them as a takeover. Yeah, man. And it's, you know, it's, it's, 
Digworth is a great location. Like Digworth is awesome. You got yeah. like 670 grams. <laughs> really good. You got no basic so fatigue. You've just got loads of Riga Reliever. Like you've got loads of places. And then you got Zoomhoff. Then you've got good old Chris from like Fat Foodie UK. He's bashing them out as He's well. He's selling and your burgers as well. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I'm like, yes, man. Yes, Chris. Uh, and they're doing really well. He's, he's I know, right? Yeah, we went down two Sundays ago, was it? And it was... Yeah, he's doing really it's great just, job. Yeah. yeah, it was fair. It was a it was a cool moment because obviously, like, fair enough, he hasn't been at, like he's very meat oriented. But at the same time, we followed him because obviously his Instagram was crazy, and he was just like an awesome guy all around. He was at the awards and we went to, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. He won that award as well. Yes, he won. Like, was it the best blogger uh, yeah, at the time? Yeah, yeah. And we were at his table, and it was just. We were all like, it was such a cool table. I think the dining table. club was on our table as well. Like, so we had like really Katie nice table, and yeah, Jacob from like the couch and everyone. Like, yeah. it was just. It was a really cool table, and the energy of that table was unbelievable. Yeah, was. So when he won, it was just a massive party. Like, oh, God. So Shots around. <laughs> it was just a great night out, and like, I just thought it was brilliant. Yeah. But he's just great. He's just great. So. And he contacted so us, and he only just uh, he was like, "I want to serve some vegan pies. You're the best. What do we do? All right. So like, what do you want? We'll create it just for you. And he's like, <laughs> "I want this." And I was like, "Cool." And then we came into the kitchen, and I was like, "Right, try this." He's like, okay. And I was like, what do you want me to add? Go talk to me. I'll literally add it. Let's go right now. And he's like, uh, oh, try this. And I was like, cool. And I remember he said, uh, I have black mayo, uh, sorry, black garlic, roasted black garlic mayo to go with it. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay. I know what to work with. So then I started like, you know, playing these ideas. And I was literally cooking as we go. And I was like, yo, try this. And he was like, yeah, that's it. So we got to just like make a custom burger just from at the time because he knew what he wanted. We wanted to create, and it was just, this, it just made sense. So I think that's, I always think that's a really exciting moment when we get to just make something specifically for someone else that just makes sense to what they want to really represent from their brand as well. And they're doing really well. Yeah, like, they're smashing it out. Yeah. So he's well done. A few times and he's like, doing really well with the vegans. Yeah. They've done a lot of orders, <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> Good man, Chris. Yeah, Good yeah. man. <laughs> oh, I'm not sure that place is always busy. Yeah. Like oh, we went Sunday daytime and they were like, yeah, we can squeeze you in. This was a Sunday day. That's it was nuts. crazy yeah, busy. Have you plans for your own place? Do we? Do we? Mate, yeah. from day one. From day one. <laughs> yeah. It's just been... It's just been... It's always been there. It's always been there. And I think because of the collaborations, we've had really good opportunities to kind of adapt in many different ways. But now we're like, we're very clear what we want to do. Mm. So clear. It's crystal clear. And with lockdown, obviously, we've been kicked back to 1994. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. hey, great. Um, so we're we're behind on that sense, but we've got a lot of plans. But it's happening. It's going to happen, and nothing's going to stop us. Nothing is stopping us. I can tell this is definitely. Oh my god! Have a restaurant. Yeah, we've had. We're coming Birmingham, Maria. It's happened. Like as we said before, like myself, we both met in the bar industry, and. Yeah, it's we've just we always wanted to have a bar as well, so it just made sense. Cause so it's a bar and restaurants. Definitely yeah, a bar and restaurant. Sure, I remember, um, cocktails. Man. Seventeen years old, Pulp Fiction, Jack Rabbit. <laughs> that was my concept when I was seventeen years old. I saw that film and I was like, oh, as much as a great film, Quentin Tarantino, yeah, I love yeah, yeah, yeah. director. He's worked not so much at the moment, but he's done some good films in the past, in my my perspective. Um, and that was one of my uh, big films growing up. And when I saw that, I was like. Oh, that is a majorly good concept to have a dance floor in the middle, have your cars yeah. in it. It's like, damn. If anyone steals this, it's going to be mine. <laughs> you uh, did, you gone. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. From the get go, that was my plan. Um, and 
how many years on 15 years now i think so i still don't have a restaurant however i do have the concept of a restaurant <laughs> yeah. so I'm, I'm on the right path uh, and I've, i think i've learned the right knowledge to get me where i want to be will all the drinks be vegan as well on the bar or 100 no so we're yeah. gonna have beef fat uh, <laughs> yeah we're going to be extremely controversial <laughs> and really offend every just, sucker just that comes in here pint of blood. surprise no <laughs> enjoy it would Not be yet. the most horrific thing ever if that was to ever happen but yeah no we we have there's God. just too many great thing products on the market right now where you it's too easy yeah, it's, it's too us, easy yeah yeah. So, yeah, it's never been a better time, really, has it? No. Oh my God. Yeah. Really so you say, uh, you make it sound like you have plans, like you've always had plans in a kind of dreamy kind of way, but is there any concrete plans? Uh, you say concrete. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I would love to divulge into your plans, but I feel Contracts like. Contracts have not been signed as of yet. Oh, yeah. no. no, I wouldn't want you to disclose that, but are we talking like maybe at a restaurant by the end of this year? Um, Everything is really dependent because right now, Basically, this is what happened. We've been working almost a year on a place. And last minute, like, hey, surprise, we would like this. You need to do this. Oh, here's another 50K. I'm like, no, that's not what we agreed. So then it's just everything's kind of fallen through because of just just non-clarity on their behalf. So it's like, oh, guys, come on. We're independent. Just it is what it, it wasn't is. Like it was Be just clear. A couple of hundred. It was an extra like fifty k they're asking 50, for. And it's like, like, this was after what? a year of talking to these. these saying I really like, want independence. We've been closed for a year. We've only done pop ups. We don't have the finances to do that. So unfortunately, things have fallen through. Yeah. However, we are in contact and we do have. We will do everything in, in our power. power. And if we have to build it ourselves with these two hands, <laughs> so freaking be it. That's absolutely fine. Uh, but yeah, no, it is on the cards, absolutely. Yes, we've got too many year. exciting plans. Yeah, we do. Absolutely. We do. And a team that we really want to showcase. I'm like, yo, we've got a team. Let's go. We've got festivals booked in this year as well. So we're back at the vegan camp at the end of August and we're also at the uh, Aston Independent Hall. Independent Birmingham, yeah. Which is, oh, which is always, we did that two oh, years yeah. ago. Oh, yeah, I'm there. Uh, it's a good festival, that? man. It's a good festival, so yeah. we have to be there again. To that. Yeah. You went the last time it was open, didn't you? Yeah. It's my first time going to that one. Oh, you really? It, yeah, Joe Shubert has done amazing things. For yeah. Independent Birmingham, though, they've smashed it. Mm. Like, they've really helped Independent Birmingham, like, Mates Independent, big. sorry. And bring it together as well. It's, uh, it's nice to have a company that understands how to, like, it's basically formed a community. And it's, it's got everyone involved on the same platform, which is most what most people and businesses want to do. And they've done a really good job of it. We're very happy to be a part of it, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. we're massive fans of Independent. Yeah. yeah, Really nice guy. I think we're going to get him on the podcast at some point. Ah, oh, cool. Yeah, just great. Tell everyone about it. Yeah, I feel right. like we got most of it in. Second okay. time round again. Oh, <laughs> swing. Is yeah, it recorded, man. yeah? Yeah, it's all recorded. <laughs> I won't tell you any more oh, life stories because I'm pretty sure we could just keep talking. Was there anything else you wanted to shout out? Anything you wanted to plug? Oh, God. I just know I'm going to regress and I want to go home. I'm like, oh, I should have said that. It's always one of those things. Shout out, but, though. We have to... God. I, honestly, we just want to say thank you to, to everyone, everyone who supported us. We can't do an individual. We've been too many collaborations. Too many collaborations, but... Honestly, I'm a mom. Been great. Like I, this all started one, yeah, because my little bit of savings that I had, and two because my mom had a little bit of extra money yeah. to pump in, and without her, we would not not be sat here right now. We 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 Call her the legend, nice. Mama JJ. <laughs> Mama JJ. JJ. Oh, I can't wait for her to listen. To hey, Mama JJ, <laughs> how we doing? She's very tech uh, illiterate, and she, she will most likely. 
she'll be she'll be dancing at Independent Birmingham. I'm oh, not even joking. The last time we did Independent Birmingham <laughs> Festival, she was in the kitchen like, yeah, yeah, she, yeah, I'll help out, I'll help out. Her tune comes on, bit of Motown comes out. She comes right to the front. Um, Janet, we kind of need you back here. No, this is my tune. And there she was, was giving the wiggles. Like, I mean, I'm like, do you know what? People can wait because this is a dinner and a show. Let's do this. But yeah, I think she's been a fantastic support. And honestly, friends and family, yeah. like they're just incredible. And I, even just like them, even opening businesses because of that. Because we're like, hey. Do you it. have a passion. Mm. Do it. Let's go. Because they're stuck. They're like, oh, I don't know. Should I? Should I do it? I don't care. So if anyone is listening and you want to do, do it, it, just do it. It's a really nice um, place because if you if you spoken to me when I was working full time for over five years ago in different for different companies, I would have said it. The reason I held off for so long is because I was I felt like I would, didn't have the education and knowledge to do it myself. Mm. However, in just sticking yourself right into it and learning as you go. It's scary and it's stressful, don't get me wrong. However, if you want to make it work, it will. And the amount of people that have come to us over the last couple of years and said, you've inspired us to start something, that is exactly um, one of the things as a business entity that we we really appreciate. Because we Didn't just expect wanna, it, but no, my but God. We have. Like, one of your wow. best mates has started her own business as well. Yeah, in, so in lockdown. Ocean Earth, like, she started you right now. She's... <laughs> she's like she's she's in like, she's a slizzer she does like she's in law she's all in she does she says yes every social freaking thing in the world she's like yeah I'm gonna start a business I'm like mate how can you even do that but she's smashing and I'm like mate that's amazing so just all of that support I think you've like surrounding yourself in that bubble but I think again it's about work ethic as well yes. I think like younger generations very much like a I've worked 15 hours it's been a long I'm tired it's been a long week and I'm like Mate, and I could tell you horror stories from when I was 14. <laughs> what was that? Was that the pub? It was a good time. It was a good time. No. Uh, so obviously, on the first round of this, uh, we, we did discuss <laughs> our first day at work. Yes. And I don't know if I should even repeat it, but I will. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll yeah. do it. I'll do it. So when I was 14, I lied about my age and I said, do you know what? I want to start work. Let's do that. It's a great idea to start so early on give myself lots of different stresses and I just went off to a hotel it was Jackson's Hotel in Balbuffet <laughs> hey and um yeah I it was a 14 freaking hour shift and it was a wedding of 250 people and 10 hours in I was like okay surely someone's gonna say throw in the towel you need to go home you need to go home but no they were like Frank jump on the bar we need someone pulling pints I'm like great <laughs> I'm about to die now let's do that instead and I remember coming back at 4 a.m. after closing everything. Long, long day. And mum was like, where the hell have you been? Where? And I was like, mum, I've had a long day. I just want to go to bed. I've got school in the morning. I haven't done my homework. I'm going to be a lot of shit tomorrow. And uh, that was it. And she was like, Frank, you get down these stairs. Explain to me. I was like, mum, I have a 50 quid tip. I'll give you some of it if you just let me go to bed. I'll do that for you. And that was it. And I just had this insane work ethic ever since uh it's been an absolute curse at the, at the same time because we both are workaholics because we're, we're in we're all in so now it's time to go right assess let's go grow bigger world domination no pressure so it doesn't sound like things are about to get any quieter Dude, you jeff too, bezos so Mitch. jeff <laughs> move aside no no we just want to do good things be kind grow and just produce good food yeah. honestly our thing is quality over quantity mm -hmm. yeah 
I think a lot of brands are going like, they just keep expanding, expanding, expanding. Mm -hmm. But less, you see like all these things going to supermarkets and it's like, ah, oh, it you're so much market. better when you were just smaller. Just, yeah. just, just wait, just wait a little bit longer. Okay, we waited a few years, but I feel like, okay, we understood a little bit more. We get it. So, you know, if we do make mistakes, okay, fair enough. But I think quality over quantity any day of the week. Absolutely. So, yeah, fingers crossed we continue. Yeah. Awesome. You got your questions? Or? I got my questions. Oh, go on. Some section, really simple questions. Answer them however you want to answer them. They're only about you to give people a little more of an in-depth guidance to yourselves. You'll know the answers because they're about you. <laughs> um, what's your favourite movie? Mate. That is a really bad question. Oh, Do you know threw why? me off guard. Okay. I had. Go so on. I was a film buff for many years when I was a teenager growing up. The first thing when I moved out was my, every time every time I moved, my DVD collection was the first <laughs> thing that went off. And it went yeah. from Disney to animation to comedies to action. and then to It was impressive. Movies. It was what I put first. However, impressive. I grew as a person a little bit more and I found out that it wasn't the be all and end all. So my movie choice changed. Um, however, as I've already plugged, Pulp Fiction was one thing that steered me in a direction that I'm in now. So I'd have to say one of those. Yeah, that's, that's a good choice. It's a good show. Really good one. Um, oh God. It's really hard because I'm I'm silly. I'm really silly. You're allowed silly choices. I will, Amelie. Do you know Amelie? Yeah, yeah, um, I've seen that. I think it's the good. soundtrack is incredible. Jan Tiersen is like one of the, my favorite composers of all time. Yeah. And that like, come from a dancing background. <laughs> Yeah, that was like a huge inspiration. Um, I just love that film, but I'm <laughs> I love a bit of uh, Anchorman. Oh, you <laughs> <know>. <laughs> quote me any Anchorman no, film, I'm all in. Let's go. Every sentence, every word you can quote. Yeah. She you hates watching it with me, and I'm like, it's such a hot day. Look, was a bad choice. But it's amazing how bad the second one was, though. The first one was this work of genius. I know. And then every second of the second one, I it's sat like, there what? going, this is what? horrible film. I know. I was like, well, you disappointed me. Oh, I think the, the, the only thing yeah. I genuinely really enjoyed in the second one was Steve Carell in the opening scene <laughs> at his own funeral. <laughs> and I was like, nah, that's hilarious. That if you watch that a few times, it gets funnier. <laughs> but I think, yeah, that's one of those films that just, because I bought it by mistake one day and I was like, I'll throw it on. And I watched it over and over and over again. And I was like, actually, this has surprised me. I like this film. So <laughs> Bears Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I love lamp um, oh god I think that's the only films that come to my mind but I, I have a lot of films because I grew up like mum loved her films too so I may regret saying that later on but I think that's no, my two Anchorman and yeah, Amelie I just loved it love it what's your favourite band or DJ or artist composer anything anything music wise ah, oh that's good see right now I haven't listened to, I don't listen to the radio. Um, I think I've, I've kind of gone back to the old school 90s. Obviously, it's my era that I grew up. So 90s nice. hip hop, R&B is what I grew up in. However, Frankie is the dancer that she is with the music knowledge that you have has introduced me to so many new um, artists, composers. <laughs> yeah, like my mind's blown up with the amount of people that you know. Um, so you've introduced me to a lot of new people. This, it depends what mood I'm in. This is why like favorites are very difficult. To me, I'm quite adaptable in what I need at a certain time. So if I'm in a happy mood, I listen to certain things. If I'm in a bad mood, I listen to other things. And they're still favorites, but it's just in what mentality state I'm in at that point in time. 
Um, R&B if I'm in a good mood because then it just takes me back to I'm like jamming in the kitchen like 90s on Saturday I was just jamming to my 90s R&B beats <laughs> yeah, a bit of a show on, you know. very different kind of style kitchen <laughs> Pops, yeah. R&B groove with Rebecca no I'm a bit of Motown as well I love my Motown that's my parents yeah. um, Gloria Estefan parents once again mum road trips when we were kids she just used to stick me in the car she's like right we're going we're going for like a two hour drive I'm like right mum Never have any recollection of where we ended up. Just, <laughs> just Gloria Estefan. <laughs> the music, you know. Um, who's, who did we see in um, Symphony Hall? Lisa Stansfield. Lisa Stansfield. Yeah. 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 Um, I had a very, very different upgrade. Yeah. My dad was Daniel very... Daniel <laughs> <laughs> My friend, how did you know? He is my rock star. Yo, D-O-D. Um, yeah, Daniel Donald's my absolute fave. Uh, absolute legend. Rocking out Daniel Donald on a Friday night. No, uh... I grew up, well, well, my dad loves a bit of Big Tom. <laughs> loves, I mean, you can't, not enough Big Tom for days for that man. Mum loves, like, she loves classical. So I remember she used to be like, she would test me on classical music. And she'd be like, okay, what's this? And I'd be like seven. I'd be like, uh, Tchaikovsky, spell it. Uh, <laughs> TC, and I'm like, okay, cool. This is so, what I get now. So, <laughs> when you start, Becky hates me, like, okay, name the song, name the year, name the week. No, uh, it was, yeah, so she tested me a lot on music. So, my music was like very eclectic. So, we had classical. Uh, oh, I love jazz because obviously I did like dance for 23 years. It's a long time. So, I had a massive eclectic of music. But Tash Sultana, right now, like a bit of like that. Um, oh God, I did a lot of locking whenever like I used to compete in any dancing like Euros or Worlds and stuff. It was very locking, sort of like Motown funk. Um, but I was really into dance, like trance at the time, like whenever I was yeah. like mid-teens. So we were talking about Andy with me, Lisa Lashes. I remember dancing for Lisa Lashes, George, Boy George, like all of these people. Oh, so did. mine just keeps changing over and over. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm in the mood for this. Oh yeah, I'm in the mood for this. Um, but yeah, I toured with like different, like the last tour we had was um, Mary J. Blige. And I remember I was a massive fan of hers. And I remember the only time I met her, she walked past me on the stage before we had to perform for 10,000 people. We were like, whoa. And in my head, I thought I froze for about half an hour. It was literally a minute of a second. And I was like, <gasps> so I kind of got a little bit starstruck there. But all her music, like it's just whatever I grew up dancing with. But right now, oh God, it's hard to know. Like Tim Powell right now, love. Um, Michael Kiwanaska. Oh, Michael Kiwanaka. Yeah, oh, he's great. Really, really, really loving that right now. Hosier um, went through a phase of Hosier. Hosier as well. I thought he was a... Freya Ridings. Freya Ridings. Seen her a few times in concert in Birmingham. She did like God, really small gigs. I have such Leak a up. huge... Hey, ELO, bit of that. Yeah. T-Rex, bit of that. Loved a bit of that. Um, yeah, I grew up with such an eclectic. It's really hard to pinpoint. So that's a hard question. Yeah, no. I'm going to stop there. So God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> What's your favorite band? Everyone. Foo Fighters, ELO, T-Rex, Strauss, Tchaikovsky. No, everyone. Everyone. Uh, what's your favorite spirit? Whiskey. Which There's one? not... E I'm so glad you asked. Belvany 14-year-old Caribbean cask to a tea. Two cubes of ice, double. Job done. That is so my favorite drink. That is my favorite drink. Yeah, done. Appleton's Simple answer. 21 year rum. It's really bad that I heritage. Well, it's not bad. <laughs> you're Irish. I'm half Jamaican. I'm going to rum. You're going to whiskey. But to be fair, not like stereotypical at all. Rum and whiskey are the two of the greatest drinks Absolutely. on the planet. Absolutely. Anyway, so Sweet nectar of the gods. Absolutely. Literally a little bit of citrus and a little bit of ice. That's all you need. Yeah. Yeah. Mixes. And that's what this done. is what vodka. 
So when you're growing up, obviously you hit the vodka hard because you're like, oh, vodka rebel. But when you get a bit older and you, your palate develops, you're like, vodka tastes like ass. Like it's not like, uh, the, the market may have changed a little bit. Trauma but just, in teenage years. That's what it's like. Yeah, I'd rather leave it alone. Yeah, man. What? What? I'll go I stick my own pants. Yeah. Angostura uh, 1919, that's another one. Uh, oh, yes, okay. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I'll get into this one. <laughs> yeah. Move the questions on. That's it, man. What's your favorite takeaway? Are you ready? Butter chicken! I'm <laughs> disgusting. Right, we, no. we came across this place in February this year, didn't we, in lockdown? Yeah, it's like, it's just new. It's, it's not... why I've gained two stone. Like, new Soho Tavern. I'm not even lying. New Soho Tavern yeah. is just... We just discovered their butter, their vegan butter chicken is just absolutely unbelievable. The flavour they pack into it, I don't know what it is. It's just such a guilty pleasure. I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm not even in, into Plain curries. Chips and butter chicken. That's the thing. We weren't even <laughs> into oh, Indian. Never. Yeah. I was like, yeah, back here. I feel like so mild creamy curry. That was in February. We've had February. about <laughs> a million orders of butter chicken since. And you know when like, you go and you, uh, you, you, you deliver or whatever you were two hours searching. Like you order. Chicken. Yeah, it's every time. Every time. It's like going to Chinese. <laughs> you're like, oh, I'll go for something number different. Number two, number five. Yeah, one, one, two, please. The same usual, please. Every <laughs> yeah, freaking time. Yeah, that's our guilty pleasure at the moment, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Since February this year, we've just... But takeaways. But like, oh God, it's Mr. Really Sings, hard. mate. Mr. Sings is um, up there for me as well. Uh, yeah, last, last year I was having a lot of Mr. Sings. A health kick was like, you know, Plantar Pulse. Like oh, like yeah, we ordered some bullet bubble, yeah, yeah. bubbles from Plantar Pulse yeah, as well. Yeah, that was delicious. really cool. When you want oh, your health God. kick, when you know when you had a bit too much fat, you're like, mm, like maybe okay. I should have it. Then you have chill. one day out of the two months, you're like, oh, yeah, but I feel good now. <laughs> I just had some really nice sauteed kale. Amazing. Vitamins, <laughs> 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 Butter chicken. Disgrace, disgrace. What's your favourite dish that you cook at home? No, I love, I love making a Sunday roast. No matter what day of the week it is, I love a hearty, wholesome lunch. Like it's, mm, really love it. Love a good pasta dish. Um, Becky, like if I make Becky like even two slices of toast, it'll take about three hours simply because I have to do other things to it. That's why I'm in the front of the house. I just can't do it. I can't do it. Like now, you should try this. Try this. I don't know if it's a trick. So I don't have to. She doesn't have to cook at home. <laughs> yeah. She hasn't yeah, caught on yet. So it's long. been eight years. Yeah. She won't cook for me. No. So I think, yeah, I think anything, any form of potatoes. Noodles, pasta, or mash. Yeah, I think you're good. Yeah. I'm Noodles just, especially. We're still going on the hundred and no ninety ninety six packs of noodles that we bought in COVID <laughs> since the first lockdown last yeah, March. Yeah, yeah, we went <laughs> all still with the noodles like just in case the apocalypse genuinely happened. Yeah, survive. <laughs> Twinkies and noodles. Yeah, I think I love sauces as well. If I can have a really good dish with a damn good sauce, any sauce can make an incredible dish. And that's why we've got carbonara on at the moment, actually. We always have oh, that dish. Love a good carbonara. pasta. Like, everyone does burgers and like, the fast food. I think it's just a little bit of a tweak that we have with our companies that we yeah. just make sure that we just do something a little bit different. It's not home comfort. Like, no one does really pasta yeah. anyway, so our carbonara is like really well. Yeah. That's awesome. Questions? Fantastic. <laughs> thanks very much for coming Thank on the show. I, I hope we didn't bore you with all thanks of our no, stories. No. Absolutely. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, it was great. Was really great. Thank fun. you so much. Thank and thanks you. for the great questions and content. Thank you. Yeah. No, Thank you. Hopefully it's not like a mundane interview where it's just the same generic. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for Thank having you. us. No it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.